Six Foot Plus, a program of music and more for those who like it spooky. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office, found online at sixfootplus.com. This is Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. New episodes are found every Friday over at sixfootplus.com on mobile smartphone apps like Stitcher and Dogcatcher and on iTunes. If you subscribe to Six Foot Plus in any shape or form, well, thank you. If you want to support the show, you can do it by rating, reviewing, and recommending it to all your friends. Thanks for tuning in. I'm the voice on this end of the microphone, Strange Jason. It's the second of our two episodes dedicated to... The Best of 2013, So Far. This case, we're going... So Farther. Or covering some of the music that wasn't included in the previous episode. Last time we played music by bands who hadn't been on Six Foot Plus before. This time around, we've got all old and close friends on the program. Speaking of which, Go Tsunami released a new album, 
the sultry sounds of Go Tsunami. It's their sophomore release after New Wave Order. Their song, Tobanga, opened up the show. If that doesn't get you excited, well, I don't know. You're likely dead, which makes sense, all things considered. Either way, living or dead, breathing or decaying, go out and find yourself a copy of the latest Ghost Tsunami release, either over at deepeddy.net or cdbaby.com. We've got plenty of surf on this episode with Bottlenose Coffins, Dai Kaiju, and Man or Astroman. We also have The Brains, Zombie Suckers, Skeletal Life, and much, much more. Along the way, we'll see what Monster Matt Patterson is up to with the Monster Matt Minute, and we have a brand new edition of All This and Gore from Tammy and JR of TwistedCentral.com. Right now, a new one from The Mission Creeps off of their album Midnight Blood. Here's Igor's Mind.
My name's Dan Gorman. My name's Casey Lyons. I'm Greg LeGrove. And we're from ModernSuperior.com, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus. In your city, in your town, and in your neighborhood, thousands of girls are becoming rockabilly hellcats. Girls running in packs who learn the naked facts of life too young, just in clothes from cats like us. Don't tell me you've never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. These girls shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com, and they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, city of Tonawanda. Catslikeus.com.
Devil in Disguise by The Brains. The Monster Within came out earlier in the year, marking a brand new release from The Brains. You can find it by its ghoulish Gary artwork, so please go pick it up. Great art, great psychobilly, double the pleasure, double the fun. Speaking of stuff, there was also a new release from the Kings of Outer Space, who played the song Watch Me Burn. Got some cash on hand? Go out and purchase How to Fly a Rocket. It's very likely that we're going to miss or overlook a 2013 release, so if there's some music that you want us to know about or possibly even to play on Six Foot Plus, hit me up on Twitter over at Six Foot Plus and over at Facebook at facebook.com slash Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. You don't just have to talk about music, you can say hi and let me know how you're doing. Don't forget at GDL16 and Facebook.com slash GraveDiggersLocal to keep track of all things GraveDiggersLocal16. Ah, dear listener, how is your 2013 progressing so far? Hopefully you've had a very lucky 13. I have to say things have been busy but good on this end. Creepsville 13, the Forbidden Dimension 25th Anniversary Tribute album, is shaping up rather nicely. I'll speak more about that over the next couple of months letting you all know the neat little details about that right up to its October release. Speaking of releases, we still have much more to look forward to this year. The Doppelgangers, aka Dick Dynamite and the Doppelgangers, will have Bad Bad Men come out in July. Midnight Syndicate will also release Monster of Legend and Industrial Horror Punk Psycho's Psycho Charger will set forth Spawn of the Psycho, sometime later this year. Be afraid, or be excited. Heck, be both. This next band just wrapped up their recent US tour, but Man or Astro Man just doesn't stop. They've announced some late summer, early fall dates in the South. They're out supporting DEFCOM 54321, the album that came out this year. It collects their analog series, but also includes some new material like this song, Disintegrate.
the, the, the thing was that I was working from a point of view that everything I did failed. Everything I did was to Sith's Up by Bottlenose Coffins, whose album came out earlier this year on a vinyl slash digital release. A lot of bands are going that way, perhaps to avoid having a thousand CDs lying around their apartment. Vinyl is a very popular flavor right now, but goodness, is it ever heavy to move. Remember, always lift with your knees, not with your back, especially when you're trying to get out from underneath the crushing weight of a Monster Map Minute. Good morning, maniacs! <laughs> yes, that's right. It is I, your fiend, yours truly, Monster Map Patterson. And maniacs, even though I do not like to uh, hit you over the head with bad news, Unfortunately, I have to this time. Um, Richard Matheson, the incredible writer, incredible talent um, in the sci-fi and horror and, and action-adventure genres and, and a lot more than that. I'm just, you know, scratching the surface here. He, unfortunately, has passed away. And, you know, if I don't mention my love for the adaptation of one of his works, I'm talking about the Omega Man then I should be ashamed of myself. I have watched the movie so many times, it's almost shameful. I love the movie. I always have, always will. Um, I have it in VHS format. 
and DVD and everything else, and um, it's just a wonderful movie, at least to, that I feel, anyways. And you know, I've read the uh, story that it was adapted from I Am Legend. I've seen various other forms of it, like the Will Smith version, this, then, that, and uh, nothing quite holds up to the Charlton Heston version. I, I'm really, really fond of it. And if you haven't seen it or don't know Richard Matheson's work, uh, please go and search it out. Because um, if you don't, you're really missing something. He contributed to Star Trek, the TV show, Twilight Zone, Night Stalker, gave us the incredible Shrinking Man and Shrinking Woman and so much, so much more. So please, again, if you aren't familiar with his work, go enjoy some as soon as possible. You won't uh, regret it, I assure you. Now, being uh, that I want to celebrate him in some way, shape, or form, I am going to tell a couple of jokes based on his work. Uh, the jokes I wrote, just two, uh, just two quick ones. They were written well over a year ago. And um, without any further ado, I'm going to lay them on you. So, here we go, okay? What Richard Matheson film has Charlton Heston fighting off post-plague? British punk rockers, the Oi Mega Man. <laughs> oh. uh, did you know the Incredible Shrinking Man wants to be a doctor? Yeah, he's hoping to specialize in microsurgery. <laughs> and rest in peace, uh, dear sir Richard Matheson and. Our best goes out to you, your uh, family, your friends, and certainly your fans, of, of which I am most certainly one. And um, thank you so much for your body of work, good sir. And now on to the rest of the uh, jokes, okay? Here we go, maniacs, here we go. There's a film coming by Don Cossarelli that's a testament to uh, Grecian formula. It's called, John Dyes His Hair at the End. <laughs> all right, all right, I know, I know, I know. In World War Z, there's a gaggle of zombies. You know, the kind of person that was uh, once were, but are no longer dead. You know, it's also that film where Brad Pitt works at the UN. <laughs> I don't know. We're just uh, toying around here. And, maniacs, I'm going to wrap this up. I don't want to punish you anymore. I, well, no, yeah, I do, but uh, I really shouldn't. So, anyways, here's your, here's your final uh, entry into the Monster Map Minute. With Hannibal Lecter on NBC, they need to punch up their slogan. It should be NBC proud as a peacock with a fine candy and fava beans. <laughs> oh, that's my time, maniacs. I do hope you enjoyed yourselves. I certainly did myself. And how, do, how does that go? How did that go? Um, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. You just survived the Monster Mat Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. 
to find out more about Monster Matt, his adventures, and to read his new horror comedy comic, head over to Ha Ha Horror, found online at hahahorror.com. Joey, don't look at me like that. Ah, I am not imagining it. jumps away whenever anyone might see him, except me. Honey, he's there. I realize what the sound's like. Do I look insane? Goblin Haas and Goblin Haas Records. Get to GoblinHaas.com, G-O-B-L-I-N-H-A-U-S.com for new horror rock CDs, records, and horrific monster and Halloween collectibles. Need a Frankenstein for your granny, a costume for the kid, or some sounds for your ears? Goblin Haas has it. And now on Goblin Haas Records, strange dreams and graveyard scenes await in Transylvania Mania. The new 13-song full-length record by Monster Agogo, a ripping return to the pogoing days of the Misfits, 45 Grave, and the Dam. Transylvania Mania, available exclusively on CD from Goblin Haas Records. All things spook. Goblin House.
My Tomb by La Basura del Diablo. You can get the album Trash from the Crypt for cheap over at GoblinHaas.com. Heck, you can get a lot of music for cheap over at Goblin Haas. Phantom Maximus, The Crimson Ghosts, Kill Slug, Alucard, The Von Dooms. So yeah, head on over to GoblinHaas.com and shop. Something on the Wing is a makeshift tribute to the late Richard Matheson, but it's also an incredible song from Kill Baby Kill's new album, Corridor X. Wherever you can find that, though pretty much deepeddy.net, go out and buy a copy. Definitely need to go and add that to your collection. It's probably going to be one of the best of the year. Daikaiju released the 7-inch for Double Fist Attack this year. If this song isn't in the Pacific Rim movie, I am going to be very disappointed.
Chase of the Walking Dead, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus.
Kitty in a Casket with Creepsville 666 off of the new album Bittersweet. Chosen because it sounds like Creepsville 13 and I'm just corny enough to play it for just such a reason. I think Kitty in a Casket are playing a show in the U.S. sometime soon. Yeah, at, a, at, at Ghoul's Night Out, right? I, I think I've heard someone say something about that. No, 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 just stop, 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 stop. We're not, we're not doing a Ghoul's Night Out song this week. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. No, no, no GNO Spotlight song this week. I, the event's still going on. All right, okay, okay. The event is still going on July 20th and 21st. Last appearances of Vigora and Bad Hormones. First solo show of Argyle Goolsby of Blitzkid. Yada, yada. Listen to the other episodes. Sorry, but I really just didn't find any other new music of 2013 by a band that's playing there. I mean, Bad Hormones are going to have their last and their newest, their newest last album at Ghoul's Night Out. So go there and buy that. I'm sure you'll discover a whole lot of music, if not, even if it didn't come out in 2013. Speaking of music that might not have come out in 2013, the the Russian-born Messer Troops might have had a new album out in 2012, but Church of Reverb just hit stateside this year, so we'll count it. It's hard to keep track of which and when the Messer Troops release something because they're very unpredictable, but either way, we heard Rockin' Zombie. Alright, enough of this nonsense. Let's take a break from 2013 and talk about 2008, specifically the movie The Cottage, as it's the centerpiece of this installment of All This and Gore. You're listening to Diane Franklin for Twisted Central, All This and Gore. You're doomed if you stay here. everybody to the newest installment of all this and gore i'm tammy jr and tonight we're going to be reviewing the cottage 2008 not 2012 it's the british horror crime thriller so that will be a little later on so you have to stick around for that we have organized all of our little websites into one area uh, mine is about.me slash twisted central and JR's is about.me slash j.r.watkins. And there you can find all the places that you can find us. Ta-da! So it's even easier to stalk us. Yeah. See, that took like not even a whole half a minute. Not even 30 seconds. Right. Much better. Good job, Tammy. Thank you. 
That's Cat Daddy. He told me to go there. He said it's a lot easier. So thank you, Cat Daddy. Thank you, Cat Daddy. <laughs> you can you could just call him Clay. That'll work. That works better, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Clay. So what's been going on? Well, I am a big fan of Screen Factory. Have you gotten any of Screen Factory's newest releases? Oh, I haven't bought a DVD in I don't know how long, or a Blu-ray or anything. Oh, I have an addiction. I buy about five a week. Oh, um, God. I was going over the other night, the releases coming up <clears throat> this year. Mm-hmm. Freaking phenomenal. Amityville Horror Trilogy coming out the 1st of October. The Vin- uh, and this is, These are all Blu-ray. The Vincent Price Collection, October 22nd. Um, November to be dated, Night of the Comet. I love Night of the Comet. It is a good movie. Um, and that's a DVD-Blu-ray combo. Another DVD-Blu-ray combo, Body Bags. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I don't think I have either. And then another November to be dated, The Horror Show starring Lance Henriksen. Yay! Also House 3. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't have anything to do with House, but I guess that's why they renamed it The Horror Show. Yeah, yeah, it just it doesn't fit in there at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, in December, they were releasing <laughs> the, the Beast Within. I've never seen that one. I don't even know what that is. But the one I'm most excited for, Crawl Space, starring Claus Kinski. I know I've seen that, but I just, I can't. It's, I think it's on Netflix. It was. I don't know if it still is. Hey, that that Night of the Comet one is going to be a collector's edition. Did you say that? And I missed yep. it? or okay. I didn't say collector's edition. Okay. Well, it is. Nice. So, maybe it'll be, have some special stuff in there. Not to mention all they've come out with this year already. The Howling, Phantasm 2, Screen Factory. If I could marry a production company, it'd be Screen Factory. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. That's what I'm here for. The weird shit? The weird shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I get to be the normal one now? Right. Everybody calls me up. Like, everybody tells me I'm really creepy, and I don't. I don't know what I do that's really creepy. They tell you that you're creepy. Who tells yeah. you you're creepy? A lot of people tell me I'm creepy. Like, just like the way I say things sometimes. I kind of take it as a compliment. Like I don't compliment. think you're creepy. That's okay. If I thought you were creepy, I wouldn't do this podcast with you. Oh. Well, then I'm not. Wait, maybe I'm just, maybe I just have a different level of creepy. I don't know. Right. Probably do. Probably. I think it's because nobody else, you know, understands the whole horror thing and they're like, Man, he's creepy. No, oh my God, I'm such an outcast in this town. It's insane. I think that's why I get on Twitter and Facebook so much because <clears throat> there's not really even anybody around that really digs horror as much as I do. Right, that's so, insane. But what are you going to do? Yeah. I'll just stick with my my horror family and keep going. <laughs> exactly. Also, I wanted to mention that the Blu-ray collection of Friday the 13th is finally being released. That's a big collection. It's a big collection. I think it's 12 movies. I don't know. I heard some people complaining about it earlier, though, but I can't remember. Something about, like, two movies on one disc or something like that. No, uh, that's what they did with the uh, first collection of the regular DVDs. Mm. They did two on one, one disc. But I don't know why you complain about that. I don't know. It's they were just the complaining. I'm sure it is, but they were, I, you know, that's all that I've read about it so far, so... I have one and three on Blu-ray. Uh, one looks phenomenal. I mean, it is so crystal clear. Um, three wasn't a good recording on DVD anyway. It's kind of grainy. Yeah, I um, think that's the only one I have on DVD. 
believe it or not. Yeah, so, and I wanted it on Blu-ray because it was so grainy on DVD. and It's still a little grainy, but it looks a lot better on Blu-ray. I just watched uh, three on Netflix the other day. I'm trying to fight my demons and not buy the Blu-ray collection because I've already bought the DVD collection twice. So that It's like $130. $130? Mm-hmm. I'll go, well, never mind. I'm not going to buy that. That's what it says. I'd wait till it comes down. Or that's... $130 on movies I already have. That's the suggested retail price. So, I'm sure it's going to be somewhere around in there. Well, they just suggested I not buy it. <laughs> oh, it'll get sold. Don't worry about that. Oh, I know it will. There's die- I mean, I'm a diehard fan, too, but, I mean, there's, there's only... There's limits, you know? I mean, do I really need three collections of Friday the 13th movies? I'm too cheap. I don't even have any of them. I mean, I have I don't have a collection of them. Wow. I'm cheap. I'll wait till either somebody sends them for review or they come on Netflix. Did you hear that uh, Paramount bought back the rights to Friday the 13th and is quickly developing a new movie? I have heard that. Pretty awesome. There's lots of chatter. I don't know chatter. that they actually bought it back. I think they made a deal to get it back. Oh, I don't think it was like a package deal with something else hmm. from what, from what I read. So and I wonder if, are they going to remake it again or are they going to do? Yeah. It's like a part two of the remake. Well, that's what they're suggesting. They haven't officially said yet, but the only thing they've said is they are quickly getting one into to development. Hmm. They have to have one out, I think next year. I don't think it needs another remake. I don't either. I, I don't. If they're going to do like a part two, they're talking about a part two through the remake. I think if they do that, then just leave it alone. Yeah, if they do that, that'll be fine. But I wouldn't like go back to the beginning and redo it all over again. Oh, right. I hope they don't do that. That would be bad no, judgment. No, I think it's, it's going to be a part two. Then I think that would be okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, nothing against Derek Mears. I think, thought he played an awesome Jason. Yeah. And I like Danielle, you know, Panabaker and stuff, but... I don't know. I just didn't care for the Yeah, but you got the hots for her. No, I don't. Yes, you do. (laughs) Don't even deny it, liar. Maybe. (laughs) You're so full of shit. (laughs) You're not the first one who said that. (laughs) I'm sure I won't be the last either. (laughs) Probably won't be the last time you say it either. No, it won't be. I'm popping a beer. And it's an eight ounce, so don't say shit. Why would I say shit? Because last time I I popped one, I drank the eight ounce beer and then I popped another one. You're like, already? It's like <laughs> eight ounces. You can, I could chug that in like two seconds. I'm jealous that you're sitting there smoking and drinking and I'm just sitting here drinking Gatorade. Drink a beer. I could drink a beer, but <laughs> I can't smoke, so screw it. So what's going on with you? Ugh, God, I've been busy. It's been busy. Okay, horror related. <laughs> well, I, I did a, um, I went to a friend of mine's birthday party on Sunday that was all, like, horror-ish. Everybody was in costumes and, like... Saw that. Like, there was a guy dressed like Michael Myers, and then there was a giant devil on stilts, and the Phantom of the Opera, all kinds of shit. It was really fun. And she weren't dressed up. No, I don't dress up. It's no fun. Well, I never even decide to go until, like, the last minute, because I don't ever know if I can get away long enough. Plus, my mine would suck anyway. What am I going to dress up as? Um, I don't know. See? I don't either. I got nothing. <laughs> you could dress up as the tall man. The tall man? <laughs> yeah, like, well, not like stealth, but like, just like really big, 
like platform shoes, uh-huh. like a gray wig. It'd be awesome. You think so? Yeah. Maybe I'll try that one year. She does this thing every, she does it every year. So, but it was awesome. They did, they had like burlesque, burlesque dancers and this crazy photo booth that was, the pictures are just too much for me to even handle. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I knew those would eventually see the light of day. I just didn't know it'd be that fast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. Not too much horror stuff going on right, right now around here. Yeah. Same yeah. here. Um, Life is good for y'all. Everything's going smoothly. Everything's smoothly. Good. I still don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to Horror Hound or not. Is this part of the podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, Horror Hound, September 6th through the 8th. Yeah. Should be pretty awesome. I think Twisted Central needs to be, needs to represent. Well, I know, but I mean, I have my tickets and I have my hotel room reserved, but I don't know how long the family's staying. Yeah. And I really... I think it would be rude to leave before they leave, you know? So? They're coming all the way from Austria. Coming all the way from Cincinnati. Oh, please. How far is that for you? Like an hour. Yeah, shut up. Uh, but they did say they're going to announce some uh, big-name guests um, in the coming days. They're getting some new ones signed. It's already going to be pretty cool. I mean, Pretty <laughs> versus Jason reunion. got a bunch of people for that already. Right. Larry Drake. Of course, you know, Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. Um, Steve Miner, first convention appearance ever. Yeah, I, I mean, I really want, I want to go so bad. I just, you know, I got to talk to the hubs and see if, if that would be rude or not. Well, if you go or not is going to depend how long I stay. Because if you don't go, we'll probably only stay one night. But if you do go, we'll stay two nights. Oh, see, now I feel special. Because if you don't go, then we'll just leave after Saturday. And just go home. But if you do stay, we'll stay and party Saturday night. Party, party. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I'll wait. I'm going to wait and see what he says. And yeah, I'll see you there. What? Huh? What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> this is recording. You know that, right? I can go back and listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so let's get to the cottage. The cottage. The cottage from 2008. Yes. I get the pleasure of... Of watching both of them. <laughs> the 2008 and the 2012. I just want to say for the record, 2012, David Arquette is fucking terrible. Oh, is it? Say. Well, this is definitely not the 2012 Cottage. This is what a couple of bumbling brothers decide they're going to kidnap a rich chick to get money from her, ransom money from her daddy. And it basically just goes completely to shit for them. And he, I, what doesn't ever show that, show it. But anyway, they figure out who it is and they decide they got to get out of there and end up going to this like farm that's home to, I, I don't even know what that thing is, but it's just mayhem from there on, basically. I don't want to give too much of it away because this is kind of, the kind of film that if you tell too much, you're just going to, yeah, you're just going to ruin it. But it stars Andy Serkis, um, Reese Shearsmith, Jennifer Ellison, Stephen O'Donnell. And yeah, that's, they're pretty much the main ones. So I don't know if we need to mention anybody else. Uh, it's directed by Paul Andrew Williams and written by Paul Andrew Williams. I'm a big fan of British films. So this one was right up my alley. I think it's it's a perfect British horror comedy. 
because they have this way of mixing shit. They have this weird sense of humor that fits pretty good, you know, it fits in really well with horror stuff. And The Cottage just does it for me. I don't know. I think it's a fun movie, and it's very well acted. I love Andy uh, Serkis. I don't know what else to say about it, but I like it. Well, British horror, British movies in general really aren't really my thing. I don't, I didn't dislike it. And it's really fresh in my mind because I just watched it. Um, because I was told today at about 3 o'clock that I watched the <laughs> wrong cottage movie. So, um, I liked, there were things about it I liked. There were things I didn't like. Um, I thought the story was really good. I didn't care for the acting as much. What? No. How can you not care for that? Because I'm just not into the whole British thing. That doesn't just... have anything to do with somebody's acting. Yes, it does. How? Because there's accents and... Uh, well, I mean, accents are okay. I mean, everybody's got an accent. I'm sure people think I got an accent, but... Um, I mean, I did like the de- some of the death scenes. I thought those were really good. And the effects, the story itself was good. But overall, I didn't hate it. Probably not my favorite though either. I just don't... I don't understand that. But that's okay. I guess to each his own. Right. Like, I don't love Scooby-Doo. I see. I don't get that at all. That makes me want. That makes me wonder about you. But we're not talking about Scooby Doo. Can I just like it? I just we're not getting understand. into the Scooby Doo debate. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like this movie. I thought for sure you would like this movie. Yeah. It. Um. You know what? And reading about it before I um before I put it on, I kind of thought I'd really like it, but it just didn't really appeal to me as much as I thought it would. <clears throat> I thought the I thought the effects were very well done. There's I'm not sure how if they use CGI. I couldn't even tell if they use CGI or not, which is right. always I good. I couldn't either. Um, I thought the I thought the effects were good. Um, and like I said, I did I did like a few of the death scenes were really good. Mm-hmm. I could have used a different bad guy mm-hmm. because he looked a little cartoony. Right. But it didn't it didn't really affect how what I thought of the overall theme of the movie. I really thought you would like this movie. Not so much. You suck. But it's okay. I don't have to like all of them. Or of co- well, according to you, I guess I do. No, you don't. No. <laughs> it probably makes it probably makes it more interesting when we don't like every single movie. Right. I did get a little bit of feedback from Twitter. Okay. Um at DPM seventy four says it's good fun, properly British in a good way, with lots of swearing. It did have swearing. It did have lots of swearing. Mm-hmm. At Pissed Off Geek says, to be fair, it's not that bad, but not that good either. So I guess he's kind of with you on that one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's all I got as far as, like, feedback on it. Right. I put it everywhere, so I don't know if maybe it's not, it's just not something on people's radar or what. I had never heard of it. I mean, with it being a, a British horror movie, I guess maybe not a lot of people um, have seen it. And they probably got it mixed up with the, the newer cottage. Maybe, yeah. You know, like I did. <laughs> Still can't believe I did that. Damn it. And then I was sitting there the whole time watching this thing saying, oh, she said this was British. Well, and you said it was available on Netflix. And I'm like, no, it, the last time I looked at Netflix, I've been waiting for that to come on Netflix instant forever. And it's just not there. And you said it was. And I went to look today because I was actually going to watch it. And um, it wasn't there. And I thought, wait, what? No. Oh, my God. He watched the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. I watched the wrong one twice. 
because I read it at once, then I saw it on Netflix to refresh myself. You know, I had it, my whole game plan was just done. I'm sorry. I didn't, it's okay. It's not your fault. I didn't even realize there was two of them, actually. So. Yeah, I didn't know either. And, and you know, the, the, the covers to the movies, they look similar. Well, in my head, they did anyway. Do they? So, I haven't so looked I them up. So when I saw the box on, um, on Amazon Instant, I was like, yeah, that looks like the same thing. Okay. So. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention is that they have like a little cameo by Doug Bradley, which <clears throat> I actually could have done without. Right. Um, without damaging any part of the film. You know, that just wasn't. That's a part that's to me is unnecessary. I, I hate it when people, when directors and whatever put in scenes that aren't important to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that was a scene that's not important. You know, it could have been completely left out and you never would have even realized it was missing, basically. Exactly. So, anyway, um, IMDb has it at 6.1 and Rotten Tomatoes has it at 72%. I give it a 6 out of 10. What did you give it? I was going to give it a four and a half. You suck. A four and a half. I gave it a four and a half. Oh, God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you only give it a six. You're well, because it's not, it's not like the most phenomenal film on the planet. What am I going to give it? four and a half. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you suck. Okay, so you hated, not hated, you didn't like The Cottage. And I do like the cottage, so I didn't care for it as much as you did. There were things that I liked, mostly though I didn't like it. You didn't even say what you didn't like. I said what I liked. I didn't like everything else. That's like almost the whole movie. Right. Oh, you suck. <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm your sidekick. <laughs> That's why you're the sidekick? Because yeah. you're an ass? Well, you're the gore whore, and you're like all, um, you know, badass and shit. And I'm like, shit, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm trying to make something up. I'm all whore. badass and shit. Okay. I'm all badass, and you're just well, I'm, an you know, ass. I'm like, the, I'm like the nicer, <laughs> sarcastic, sometimes an ass. You know. We've we've established that now. I'm trying to suck up a little bit. Okay? <laughs> Why? You already got the job. <laughs> That's true, but I want to keep it. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to fire you. Well, I, if I if I don't like your movies, you might. I would I not. It's it's funnier. It's better yeah. when we don't like the. When we have that little conflict. Yeah. Our so. next review is my choice. Oh, you picked it already? I have picked it already. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one I haven't seen it yet. I actually just got it. Okay. And I started to watch it, and I watched a couple of segments, and Paula said she didn't want to watch it. So. Oh, God. What is it? Uh, it is The ABCs of Death. The ABCs of Death. It sounds horrible. It is, um, it's actually gotten really good reviews. Um, Then it's probably horrible. I don't know. It is 26 shorts. Oh, um, God. And each, each death is a letter of the alphabet. Okay. It's it's still a full-length movie. Where can, where do I get it? Um, I think you can get it anywhere, pretty much. iTunes, Amazon. Okay. As long as it's on one of those, I can get it. As long as it's on one of those. If it's not, then I'll pick something else. But I thought that'd be a good one since neither of us have seen it. Yeah. So next episode, ABCs of Death. 
Stay tuned. Stay twisted, everyone. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. All right, Igor. You take the mummy's head and twist right. I'll take the mummy's feet and twist left. And we'll produce some mummy juice. All right, now let's twist again like we did last summer. Let's twist again like we did last year. Oh, dear. Do you remember when we first squeezed the mummy?
to turn your drab style into something supernatural? The twin power of VoodooSugar.com will put the magic back into your step. Pins, buttons, bags of all shapes and sizes, tees, stickers, magnets, and more. High quality, low prices. That's that's for one. one. VoodooSugar.com. Cool swag for the living and living dead.
The Silver Shine with faded newspapers and the voodoo punks from Paul Shapira. Now all we need is a band called the Voodoo Punks to write and perform a song called Paul Shapira and the world can finally come to an end. This next band played the most punk rock place in Williamsburg and considering that's where hipsters were invented, that's not really hard to do. Still, it was good to see Skeletal Life alive because they played this next song, Desert Snow.
Tales from Zombie Suckers from their Mole Men EP. I think that's what it's called. Can't really tell you. That wraps it up for this episode and the first half of 2013. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. New episode next Friday over at sixfootplus.com. But also subscribe, you know, iTunes, Dogcatcher, Stitcher, whatever else uses an RSS reader. Huh? For all those other links, it's facebook.com slash sixfootplus and at sixfootplus on Twitter. Be sure to read Gravediggers Local 16 over at gravediggerslocal.com and follow GDL 16 social whatever hootie who over at facebook.com slash gravediggerslocal and at GDL 16. So now, as we cross the threshold towards the back end of 2013, let's not dwell too much on the passing of time. Granted, we are closer to the ultimate end, be it a collective silencing of the universe or our own individual closure. All things, both good and bad, are finite, meaning that the agonies we endure are never permanent and that the joys we experience are to be appreciated all that much more. This is a pretty heavy statement for a podcast that plays music about monsters and madmen, especially since we're going to end this month and this show with Six Feet Down's Suck My Blood. But, eh, what are you gonna do? Time continues, the Earth orbits, and... I will be your curator of this podcast, dear listener. All things will end, but in good time. Except this episode. I mean, we're we're close to the end right now, so this is about to end in maybe about four minutes, but oh, never mind. I'll be back next week. Until then, take care.
Episode 65, the best of 2013, so farther. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shavala Ivan, urban graveyard lounge music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. All this in gore produced by Twisted Central of twistedcentral.com. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S.com. <laughs>